And welcome into another edition of Hometown Threads, episode 13. Wow, 13. We've hit the teens with Hometown Threads. Uh, of course, brought to you by Liberty Bank, be community kind. Uh, big thanks to Liberty Bank with three locations in the area. Of course, uh, Gateway Commons, West Main Street, and Willimantic. Uh, three wonderful managers, too. Uh, the manager at that Gateway Commons, West Main Street, and Willimantic Liberty Bank would be my wife, Marianne Gargoni. Another great manager across the street from the radio station, Liberty Bank, uh, 679 Main Street, Angela Smart. And Carrie Small at the Liberty Bank uh, up on Route 195 in Mansfield. Again, big thanks to our sponsor, Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Uh, Hometown Threads comes your way every Tuesday, 5.05 to 5.30 on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM. And, of course, Willimantic Today Facebook. Uh, They post that, like, Wednesday nights, and it runs all week. Pinned at the top of the page. Thank you to RJ for that. Big thanks to my man, J. Matt Rupar, behind the board, uh, producer extraordinaire, making sure we don't hit the console like that, which we won't do. Uh, Hometown Threads. if you're new to the show, is basically bringing our community members every Tuesday, uh, our neighbors, to learn more about them, get their story, growing up in the area, learning about their business, how the business got started. And, uh, well, Ted's familiar with the show, too. Let's bring in our special guest. And, again, big thanks to our sponsor, Liberty Bank, Teddy Ballgame. Ted Lay from Ives Brothers joins us on Episode 13 of Hometown Threads. Welcome, Ted. Thank you. Number 13. Unlucky number 13? I don't think so. <laughs> Do you like the name Teddy Volge? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry. When I, when I hear the name Ted, I, was, I, I, I walked into the studio a few minutes ago like, Teddy Volge, but it's great to have... It's better than Teddy Ruxpin like they used to call me back in the day. <laughs> or Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. What other Teds do we know? Yeah. Uh, Ted the Movie. Did you ever see that? Yep. Oh, Part two, yeah. Part two? Yeah, I didn't, good I stuff. Didn't, I didn't see the second one. <laughs> anyway, it's great to have Ted Lathan here. Longtime uh, employee of Ives Brothers. We're going to get the whole backstory of how Ives Brothers over 100 years. I hear the, 105. You, 105. In fact, Ted voices the commercials for the most part, right? Still sometimes. Here. Sometimes you hear Ted's voice on the Ives Brothers commercial. But as we like to start out every episode of Hometown Threads, we get to know the person first and then get into the business and tell us about how the business started. But right now, tell us about Ted Lath growing up here in Willimantic, Connecticut. Well, I was actually. Uh born like two blocks north of where my office is eight blocks away from here so how about that you could say in life i haven't gotten too far <laughs> physically ted's um, got jokes too yeah try to <laughs> uh keep things light uh but yeah that's uh you know this area is just full of a lot of history for me you know like both my parents worked uh, driving cab for ralph watson used to have a taxi stand right here underneath the footbridge i and, didn't know that yeah wow and, uh, yeah the so both your up. both your parents drove both of them drove cabs, right? Yeah, at one point. Yep, back huh. in the 70s. So, yeah, this area's got a lot of history for me. <laughs> and you grew up going to uh, which local schools? Uh, Sweeney School, then Sweeney. Kramer, and then Wyndham High School. Well, yeah, I, as long as I've known you, I, I'm assuming we're on this. How old are you again? Hmm, 52. Okay, so we're only two years apart. Mm-hmm. So, wait, we probably went to Kramer together. Probably. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, I went through a... Lucky me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember any teachers in Kramer? Oh, yeah, lots. I know... uh, Let's name some. Go ahead. Well, uh, Cindy Parker. She's one of my favorite... With all due respect, all my Kramer teachers, Cindy Parker, were Facebook friends. Yes. Great English teacher. I'd love to apologize to her on the air because I was really a crappy student back then. Well, I can, when I tag you on Facebook, I can tag her and you can go ahead and... She was it. awesome. And <laughs> she put up with me and really, I uh, probably should have been nicer to her. Okay. Well, maybe we shouldn't tag her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a... In fact, her mom was a neighbor uh, of, of mine growing up as a kid on Adams Heights in Lebanon. Yep. So I kind of go back with the Parkers a little bit there. Okay, so name one other teacher, then we'll move on here. 
Yep. Victor Funderburk. Mr. Funderburk, a former mayor here yep. in Wyndham. How about Mr. Cal? Do you remember Wayne Caliento. Cali Wayne Caliento, who actually just called me out of the blue yep. a few years ago. I fill in at our uh, sister station, WICH in Norwich, and he looked me up, and I got a random, I think it was a random email from Mr. Cal. He's like, Mr. No Cal. Kidding. He's like, I'd love to stay in touch. I'm like, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So there were a lot of great teachers back in the day. Okay, so you went to Kramer. Yep. Where did you go to high school? Wyndham High. Wyndham High? Yep. Okay. Tell us about Wyndham High. Did you, uh, any activities? Uh, I was in the music department. That's right. I think you do a little theater too, right? A little bit. A little theater. Mm -hmm. you, you sing? No. Okay. I was going to no. put you on the... Actually, one song <laughs> I thought of is we're bringing Ted in from Eyes Brothers because, you know, it's the winter season. I really wanted to put in a little Glenn Fry. The heat is, is on. on. You probably hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. It's great. Does that go through your head when you're at a house and you're, you know, fixing the heat? Yeah, or hot-blooded. Or hot-blooded. By foreigner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I haven't, I haven't done radio too long, right? Um, <laughs> okay, so you went through Wyndham. Now you graduate Wyndham. What's Ted Late doing as as a Wyndham High graduate? What's what's going through your mind? I what do you want to started working at Ives Brothers? Right out of high school? Right out of high school. Yeah. So, now how did you land that job? Tell us how that all happened. <laughs> land that job. I showed up. You just you know, they needed somebody to work did. and well, here did I was. Did you know the Ives family or you just happened to show up looking for work? Uh actually uh one of my uh, uh Matt Butler, you know, is my partner. Yeah. Uh he had his brother had started working there before we did. And so that was the connection. Really? Yep. Okay. Dave Butler worked there before Matt did, and then, you know, they need somebody to unload a truck, and there I was. Wow. So you're pretty much kind of almost like hired on the spot. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk a little about, you're just starting out at Ives Brothers, what, 18 years old? Let's, uh, I grew up with the Ives family as well. I grew up with, uh, let's see, I see, I was thinking about this last night. Lewis, uh, I think Jennifer's more my age. Is Jennifer the oldest again? No, Marie's the oldest. Oh, Marie. Yeah. Maybe I was Jennifer's age. I can't remember. Lewis that sounds had... right, because she was behind me in Wyndham High. She was okay. like a freshman, I think, when I was a junior. So I was Jennifer's age. Marie's the oldest, and Lewis is the youngest. Yep. Lewis Jr., right? They uh, Lewis. The third. Lewis the third? Yes. Where are they now? Do you stay in touch with any of the kids? Um, as far as I know, uh, we'll call him Junior. He's still in Florida. Oh, okay. Oh. And uh, Jennifer's still around here. Right. And Marie, I believe, is in Ohio. All right. I was just curious. Yeah. Now, what year, sadly, did uh, is, is Mrs. Ives still alive? No, she passed. That's when I saw the three of them together last. Oh, okay. When, just when, how long ago year. was that? Oh, this past year. Yep. Oh, sorry. I didn't. I totally missed that. So rest in peace, Mrs. Ives. The Ives family, legendary. And what year did Mr. Ives pass away? 2012. Okay, 2012. What a family, what and a business. his brother George was like 2003. So. Oh, geez. Yeah. Wow, 2003. Okay. <laughs> now, when, uh, so you started at age 18. How'd you work your way up? Because you're running the place now, right, if I'm not mistaken? Mm -hmm. Ted is running Eyes Brothers. So how, uh, you started out, how many employees were at that time, if you can remember, back in the day? Uh, how many, because Ives was, wait, are they still in the same location? Yep. Which For 105 is, years from the same address. That's amazing. 1244 Main Street. 1244 Main Street, same location, 105 years. That same building? Uh, no, no. no they, it's, uh, we've actually gotten rid of the original building. That's right. It's I, not even there anymore. I remember the original building as a kid. Mm -hmm. I'd go down with my father on like Saturdays and uh, pick up ice if I needed or something yep, like that. 1998, that one got uh, pulled down and you know moved to the middle building and... Uh, like 94 something like that so 98 they tore down the old old building tell us a little about that how, how was that transition uh actually i got the dates wrong that's 93 that they pulled down the, uh, the front building yeah it was moved there in like 1913 or something like that wow yeah that's predates 
us, well, yeah, <laughs> at least time. on the schedule. <laughs> so tell us a little about how that all came out. Was the building just falling apart? Like, what, I mean, it's just uh, it was, you know, uh, purpose built for its time, and that time is gone. You know, so right. it was time to make more parking. <laughs> wow. So obviously, Mr. Ives is still around. Was he? Wait, well, he was still with the business then, right? Yep. Yeah, he retired in 2006. Okay, retired in 06. We so say he, Mr. Ives, we're talking about Lewis. Lewis. That's just, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, sorry, growing up, so used to call him Mr. Ives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so tell us about, was it a big transition? Like, because uh, you basically went a couple doors down, right? But, uh, Actually, it's it's moving backwards on the same uh, lot. Oh, the same lot. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And was it a, uh, you were obviously a big part of that, that move. Was it, uh, you know, how did that all, I mean, did, did all, uh, everything transition okay with that? Or was it a big deal or? Okay. Uh, not really. I mean, people just drive it by. They get used to seeing us, but they don't see us so much because we're in the back. Right. So finding the driveway is a little ch- bit of a challenge. That's right. Uh, if if you if you haven't been back there, but uh, we still sh- share a driveway with the old CLMP EverSource building there yep. on Main Street. And was it uh, what was the kind of the upgrade with the newer buildings? You guys uh, compared to like what you had in the older building? Just uh, were there any major changes inside and stuff? Not really. No. Actually, just a few yeah. offices. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, not really uh, much of a, a difference. Okay, so being, what's your exact title at Ives Brothers, Ted Pre- Leif? President. President, okay. President Ted Leif. Here, here we are uh, actually recording. President's Day. I know, President's yeah. Day here uh, right at that time of year. And uh, so when were you officially named President of Ives Brothers, Ted Leif? President- Two, 2000. Should I call you President Ted? No. <laughs> 2000, okay. 2000, so it's wow. 23 years. Were you... Uh, was it? Were you up against anybody else, or you knew you were the next in line? Like, how did that all shape up? I had gone off and done my own thing for like four years. Yo, and, tell us about this. What? Uh, yeah, what? like '96, I went off and did A plus oil on my own, and uh, I was asked to come back. So you left Ives Brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know, after like a decade. And, yeah. So yeah. obviously you didn't burn any bridges because they wanted you to come back. Yep. And you just wanted to go out and uh, what was the name of the place again? S- steer my own ship. You know, it's uh, A plus oil. It was. So you were running that place too. Yep. And they probably missed you so much, and they probably saw your uh, how well you were doing, and they they uh, they just made you an offer to come back, and they made you president. Yep. Wow. That in a nutshell, that's it. That's really. <laughs> that's cool. the whole story there. So, are you, you take how many employees currently right now with Ives Brothers? Uh, this time of year, about a dozen. Okay. Even a dozen, yeah. Well, now, what's the? I'm probably gonna answer my. I think I know the answer. It's quite busy time of year is winter. I, I would assume. It's supposed to be. Supposed to be, but <laughs> get busy during the summer with you know air conditioning and stuff because you guys do not only heating, you do air conditioning as well. Yep, Douglas May splits. We specialize in that as well. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Quick, I got a little story, and you know this. A few years ago, Ted bailed us out, my wife and I, on a weekend. I think it was like a Saturday, and uh, you came to the rescue. <laughs> you probably remember the story better than I can. It wasn't uh, our pipes froze, right? Is that what it was? Nope. What no, was I don't it? think uh, it was a pipe froze. Uh, oh, no, no, I would have. We, we had just moved into the house. This was like our second year in the house, I believe. Maybe our first year. And I don't. I think the... We ran out of oil. That's what it was. Okay, yep. We yep. ran out of oil. And again, we were new homeowners, my wife and I. And it was a Saturday, I think around 5 o'clock. You know, you're long gone from work at that point, I would think. Or maybe it was in Saturday evening. And uh, we happened to have Ted on emergency speed dial. And you were so nice enough to come right out there and, uh, you know, uh, on a weekend where you're probably home kicking back, relaxing on a Saturday night. And 
and uh, Ted bailed us out. So we're very uh, grateful for that. Am I allowed to talk there for about you. that story? Sure, right. sure. It's too late now. <laughs> Cat's out of the bag. But I'm sure you guys do, you know, you've probably done emergency services like that, right? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So um, you, got any, uh, you got any crazy stories? Like, well, you don't have to name people, but is it, how often does it happen, like, especially in the wintertime, where pipes freeze or someone runs out of oil like, like me? A lot less than it used to, believe it or not. People are actually, uh, you would think that they're becoming more absent-minded, but not so much, actually. Uh, I think we get less uh, people running out now than we used to, like 10 years ago, even. Wow. You know, um, gauges may be better. Uh, you can have Wi-Fi gauges installed that'll actually tell you, hey, call the oil guy. You know. How about that? Yeah, pretty cool stuff. You, I want to get into that in just a second, too. There's a lot more to get to. We're here with president of Eyes Brothers, Ted Leif, on the 13th <laughs> episode of Hometown <laughs> Threads. <laughs> uh, 14 WI Line, 95.3 FM, and Willimantic Today Facebook. Again, thanks to Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. So, yeah, um, when did the – let's talk about the Wi-Fi, ga- Wi-Fi gauges that uh, Ives installs, among other uh, things these days that uh, the average customer like me may not even know. Uh, Tell us a little more about not only the Wi-Fi gauges, but other stuff uh, into this uh, here in 2023 that uh, we may not know about. Uh, 2012, they uh, mandated controls have some type of reset built into them, so they're not just coming on every time the you know the thermostat calls for heat. You know, they, if there's heat left in the uh, boiler, it can actually satisfy a call for heat uh, without firing the burner. It delays the firing of the burner. That's the reset of you know that occurrence. Uh, and that saves a lot of money. You know, it's uh, up to 30% having these new controls on there. Wow. You know, it uh, became a thing in 2012, really. So it's been, you know, 11 years. So it's years. been around for a while. Yep. What is, uh, now are you, as president, uh, how often are you on the road? Oh, daily. You know, I'm in and out and doing, you know. You know, what he does. probably explains why he's got a service code on here. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never know what I'm going to be doing next. So you're getting called and uh, you have about uh, uh, how many people... Uh, well, let's see. You mentioned Matt. Uh, Matt's on the road too. He's like your right hand man. Uh, he is occasionally. He goes out and yeah. delivers oil and you know, um, grabs uh, parts, runs them out to the technicians out in the field, that sort of thing. All right. Yeah. Wherever, whenever. Well, go ahead. Name. <laughs> I want you to shout out to some of the other people in the office that uh, you know. Go right down the line if you want to. You know, name some people in the office that that. Uh, do their best working for you and the company every well, it's day? it's definitely a family business. You have uh, Matt's wife, Sue, uh, her best friend, Deb, and uh, Sue's daughter, uh, Caitlin. So whenever you have a problem and you call, you're talking to family and friends. Oh, good deal, good deal. Now, does do the kids ever stay in touch? Uh, or do they ever, you know, check in, see how the business is doing? Or, you know, I didn't mention Louis third or Junior, is down in Florida. Yep. So, yeah, no, we don't hear too much. Not too much, yeah. No, not too much. So, um, what is what is the uh, probably the main problem or the most uh, yeah what what's the problem that uh, occurs the most in the winter time? I would say eighty percent of like the uh, emergency service calls are twenty percent of the customers that just don't do regular maintenance. So you see, that's that always been that way. Yeah. Nothing's nothing's changed there. If the, the people that you know take care of stuff usually won't uh, have an occurrence, uh, but those people that just won't fix it until it breaks, uh, that uh, brings out about uh, you know a good twenty percent of those people, make eighty percent of the the uh, problems for themselves. What is it? If you got a story, please do share it with us. How about the craziest or most like a very odd story you came across of a call you received? Again, you're not mentioning any names, but a call like well, 
besides mine on a Saturday night. Hey, uh, we ran out of oil. Uh, <laughs> or just, there must be some kind of, there must be some stories you could share with us that uh, that happened over the years. You've been there for so many years. I could share like one that uh, occurs around the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Um, people inviting family over to the house, you know, for that one or two times a year. Uh, all of a sudden they got no heat. Well, what do I do? Check the stair switch. You know, you have uh, an emergency switch top of the stairs. Uh, that's one that occurs, you know, every every year uh, somebody will call. And they're, they're, like, starting to, you know, be cold in the house, and they're not sure why. And they forget that that switch is there. And somebody was going to look for a light switch, and they, uh, you know, inadvertently flip off the switch. The other thing is don't put the Christmas tree by the uh, thermostat. That's another one that... <laughs> oh, these are good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tips, you got any more tips? Like that, the Christmas tree one, you, mu- you must have a ton of them you could list. As far as tips that people don't think about, like the Christmas tree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Christmas trees, they used to put off a lot more heat than they do now with LED lighting. But, uh, you know, you'd get that call, I have no heat, and it's like everything's in fine working order except for the thermostat thinks it's 80 degrees because it's behind the Christmas tree. Wow, so, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, it happens. And, of course, you know... Um, Nobody wants to be made to feel like they're not the smartest person in the room. Um, but it's an unfortunate event, really. That, um, and that's why, you know, when you typically call, we'll go through like six things. Did you check the oil tank? Right. Did you check a breaker? Did you make sure that stair switch wasn't inadvertently shut off? Um, I did have one lady that we went down in the basement, and, uh, you know, the valves are shut off going to the oil burner. And she, I, you know, I mentioned that to her, and she immediately turns to the cat. I told you to stay away from that. Like, the cat didn't sit there and turn this valve. And I'm sitting there trying not to laugh in front of the customer. That's got to um, be that's gotta That be was odd. hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> she Matt, totally blamed the cat. Matt, should he be a little closer? Is he all right? He's fine. Okay. He's fine. Um, so, see, some of these stories just come back to you. think, you know, and, and you just got, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to hold together. I'd just keep a straight <laughs> face. tough. <laughs> Sometimes. So, um, how about this? Here's a question. These The past few years here in New England, the winters have been... Well, look at it. It's like today. It's like 50 degrees, yep. almost 60 degrees. The other day, I had I turned the heat off and I actually had the windows open in the house. It was like last, what, Thursday? Yep, you and me both. So what happens? Is it, is it kind of, I don't want to say affect business, but do you have any uh, problems you guys might come across with these mild winters that we've been experiencing? Oh, absolutely. And the, and the winter that never was usually has a twin. You know, usually you end up back-to-back. We didn't have a great winter last year. Uh, but if you're... Around long enough, you notice the patterns, you know, and you uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, you're going to have, you know, uh, record-beating, uh, breaking Januarys like we had, you know, where it was just not freezing. Uh, but it's happened before. We didn't call it global warming. It was just the weather. <laughs> also. <laughs> we didn't know any better. And then, But there was that two-day, uh, well, earlier this month, we had those two days where it was frigid i mean icy cold and yep. the next thing you know it's 50 so how about over that two-day period oh, that was the plunge weekend uh because i remember the next they moved the plunge back a day so how about that weekend where you had those two days what was it a friday and saturday where it was just un it was just ridiculous ridiculously cold did you have a did you get any calls over those two days Oh, absolutely yeah that was it was busy uh over those two days yeah and uh, Ted, my heat's not working <laughs> Below. Yeah, and uh, Christmas Eve was like that too, really. That was like Christmas the, other, Eve. the other cold day of the year <laughs> this year. Did you have to make any, uh, you or your team, have to make any uh, personal house calls uh, Christmas yeah, we Eve? Yeah, we actually did have some frozen pipes on Christmas Eve. Wow, do they invite you in for milk and cookies after? Or? Uh, usually, 
No, I'm kidding. Milk and beer. <laughs> or no, cookies and beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, with our remaining minutes with, uh, wow, it's amazing how fast 25 minutes goes. We're, uh, we're at the 20-minute mark of uh, this uh, 13th episode of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI 95.3 FM and Willamette Today Facebook. Of course, brought to you by Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Uh, here we are approaching the end of February, getting ready to turn the calendar into March. And I, I just want to say this, and I, I think I said this on our sister station the other day. It's my theory that when it comes to wintertime in this area, when the calendar hits March 1st, let it snow. I don't care. <laughs> let it snow. Because when it snows as of March 1st, I don't take it, I don't take it seriously. The reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up is because it, I, it's spring snow. It, it melts just like that in March. So I think... We're pretty much out of the woods, I would say, as we approach the end of February, um, with with as far as the snow goes. Uh, how do you guys? Uh, how do you, are you guys already start thinking about like summertime? And also, why don't you talk a little about what you what the services you you provide in summertime? Air conditioning. It's not just I think Ice Brothers. You think oh heating, but you guys do air conditioning maintenance as well, right? Yeah, uh, mostly the Douglas Mini Splits, Mitsubishi. People are familiar with the brand. Um, I have uh, a few jobs coming up that I've already, you know, uh, just waiting for the weather to break, really. You know, I got it on my calendar, you know, look them up after uh, March, you know, 1st or something like that to uh, get out there and get those done, um, which is amazing because usually I'm not even, I don't even want to hear about, you know, air conditioning, you know, in February. Right, right. Uh, but you have to start preparing a little for spring and summer, right? Absolutely. So, well, there you go. I mean, well, see, spring is like the bridge between winter and summer, I guess. Winter and summer are, the, are probably your two busiest months as far as servicing. I would think. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't work, mm-hmm. you know, in this business. So I don't know. But what, what, what kind of uh, things do you do in spring? Not really. Probably just getting ready for summer. I would think, right? Spring cleaning, actually, spring cleaning. maintenance. Uh, if you use, you know, you know, boiler to heat hot water, I mean, that's a great time to do it. Uh, doing uh, even furnaces or uh, water boilers. Uh, do you really want to shut that off or stop using it with all that combustion residue in there? And so these are great you know, spring tips then. Yeah, spring cleaning. People can remember that. Don't wait till October. You know, <laughs> same thing with the fall. Getting ready for winter, right? So spring yeah. and fall. You kind of have similar tips. We do get a rush in October, so it's like, you know, trying to get things done ahead of schedule, you know, when we have uh, people available. Uh, I've always thought spring cleaning, it kind of sticks. Ah, I like that. I like that. Now, Ives Brothers in business for 105 years. Uh, When's the anniversary? At least. At least. You should know this. You're the president. What's the anniversary? When do you go 106? Oh, usually we switch over in April, April 1st. Okay, April. So that's the 106th anniversary? Yep. Did you have a big celebration for 100? You must no, have... we didn't. What? Come no, on. No, I actually, uh, I was out at um, at Beckett. They make 80% of the residential burners. And Kevin Beckett asked me if I was going to have a big, you know, shindig for the 100th anniversary. And I was like, eh. Uh, you know, people talk about history, but really it's, you know, I enjoy history and studying it and, and passing it along. But you can't drive forward if you're always looking in the rearview mirror. Ooh. It's what about I've done for you lately. Comes with quotes, too. Yeah, tried to. That was that was very presidential. A quote. <laughs> we fire up some presidential music here. All right, uh, so we have a couple minutes left, about a minute and a half, two minutes before we wrap it up. In, uh, episode thirteen with Ted Leif. Is there anything you want to mention? How people can contact you in the middle of the night? I'm kidding. Uh, how people can contact you in an emergency uh, website? What's the best way to contact? Throw out the phone number, all that good stuff. Facebook. Oh, uh, definitely eight six zero four two three six three eight one or IvesBrosOil.com. Uh, you can call, click, whatever you need to do to get a hold of us. 
I uh, would like to put in like a you know a shout out to like Operation Fuel. Uh, they help a lot of people out. Uh, this year they were able to substantially help a lot a lot more people and help them those people more uh, with the generous donations that they get from people. So certainly I'd like to acknowledge them for everything they do. All right, and OperationFuel.org. Uh, and how about one influential person that is uh, really you'd like to thank that has carried you through this journey, a long journey at Ives Brothers? Oh, Lou and George Ives, the Ives Brothers themselves. I mean, uh, business doesn't, you know, get to be third generation or fourth generation on its own. It takes a lot of work. And typically, family-run businesses, they kind of blow it in the second generation. <laughs> and uh, with they, you, didn't. they didn't. They didn't. Not with you. Uh, well, the second generation would have been their grandfathers, you know, to their father. Uh, and, uh, you know, he uh, brought along, very well liked, you know, very much uh, pillars of the community, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A legendary so, yeah, family. My hat's off to them for yeah, sure. All right. Well, uh, President of Eyes Brothers, Ted Lath, loyalty at its best right here. Great to have you on. Proud to call you a friend as well. Ted Lath from Eyes Brothers, the president. Uh, you know how to get a hold of him, Eyes Bros, EyesBros.com. IvesBrosOil.com. You can hear him on the commercials once in a while here on WILI. Big thanks uh, to President uh, of Ives Brothers, Ted Lath, for joining us. I haven't Th heard that that many times. I know. Yeah. It sticks after a while. I'm just that guy. <laughs> All right. So, and again, thank you to our sponsor, Liberty Bank. Be community kind with three great locations in the area. West Main Street, Gateway Commons here in Willimantic. Downtown Willimantic, 679 Main Street and Route 195 in Mansfield. Big thanks to Liberty Bank. Uh, Hometown Threads. Here uh, every Tuesday, 14 WILI, 95.3 FM. And on Willimantic Today Facebook, thank you to Jay, Matt, Rupar, and RJ from Willimantic Today. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Thank you to Ted, and we'll see you next week.